Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For those who stumble upon this humble talk cast, though it is a talk cast of spiritual proportions, it is a humble segment in your life. The host promises not to sound like traditional programs of biblical narratives, nor is Simplicity Radio a program infiltrated by dogmas and creeds of traditions of men and their confusions. It is instead intended to open some minds of listeners to a realm of answers, perhaps related to your feelings of doubt, doubt that has caused you to wonder about your long-standing beliefs. Your host has been asking for and given increments of simplicity for decades. Then, one day, he was given simple inspiration to access a group of wise spirit consultants through their writings, messages written down by a penman, enlightening all who are inspired to read the Paget messages as written down by James Paget. And now, this episode. From May 15, 1917. I'm here, Jesus. I come tonight and desire to finish my message and hope that you may be able to receive it. I have described the way to the kingdom of God on earth and into the spirit world, and now I will describe the only way to the kingdom of God in the celestial heavens. As I have written before, when man was created, in addition to having bestowed upon him those things that made him the perfect man, and in harmony with the laws and will of the Father, he also bestowed upon him the potentiality or privilege of receiving the divine love, provided he should seek for it in the only way that God had planned for its attainment. But instead of embracing this great privilege, Man became disobedient and sought to exercise his own will, and did so in that manner that led not only to his fall from the condition and the condition of the perfect manhood in which God had created him, but also to the loss of the great privilege of receiving this divine love, which privilege was never bestowed upon him until my coming, and teaching that re-bestow and the true way to obtain this love. Now, here it had better be understood that this divine love was and is, for it is the same today that it was when man was created in the image of God. This love differs from the natural love of man, with which he was endowed when created, and which belongs to all men, and which they all possess in a more or less perfect condition, in this, that the divine love is that love which belongs to or is a part of God, possessing his nature and composed of his substance, and which when possessed by man to a sufficient degree, makes him divine, and of the divine nature of God. This great love God intended should be received and possessed by all men who should desire to receive it, and who would make the effort to obtain it. It is the divine love that contains in itself the divine, 
which the natural love does not. Many, I know, write and believe that all men, irrespective of the kind of love they have in their souls, possesses what they call the divine spark, which needs only the proper development to make all men divine. But this conception of the state of man in his natural condition is all wrong, for man has not in him any part of the divine and never can have unless he receives and has developed in him this divine love. In all God's universe and creation of things material and spiritual, the only one of his creatures who can possibly have within him anything of a divine nature is he who possesses this divine love. The bestowal of this love was intended in its operation and effect to transform man from the merely perfect man into the divine angel, and thus create a kingdom of God in the celestial spheres, where only that which is divine can enter and find a habitation. And you must understand that, as it depends very largely upon man himself to establish the kingdom of God on earth or in the spiritual world, so it also depends largely on man to establish the kingdom in the celestial heavens, God will not and does not by any power that he may have establish this divine kingdom. And if man had never received this divine love into his soul, there never would have been any kingdom brought into existence. There is now a kingdom in the celestial sphere, but not a finished one, for it is still open and in the process of formation, and is open to the entry of all spirits, and men must seek for it in the only way that the Father has provided, and no man or spirit will be excluded from it, who, with all the longings of his soul, will aspire to enter that kingdom. I must also state that the time will come when this celestial kingdom will be completed, and thereafter neither spirit nor man will be able to enter therein, for this divine love of the Father will again be withdrawn from man as it was from the first parents, and the only kingdom that will then be accessible to man will be the kingdom that will exist on earth, or that which now exists in the spirit world. Then what is the way that leads to this celestial kingdom? The only way? For there is but one the observance of the moral precepts and the cleansing of men's souls from sin by following these precepts will not lead to this kingdom, for as it can be readily seen, the stream can rise no higher than its source, and the source of the souls of men in a merely purified state is the condition of the perfect man, that condition in which he was before his fall, and hence the results of observance and living of the merely moral precepts and the exercise of the natural love in its pure state is that man will be restored to the condition of the perfect man, the created man in whom there is nothing of the divine. But this restored condition of man will be so perfect and so in harmony with God's will and his laws governing the highest and most perfect of his creatures that man will be very happy, yet he will continue to be only the created being, having nothing more than the image of his maker. 
So I say, living in a harmony with the moral laws and the exercise of this natural love in its highest and purest state towards God and toward his fellow man will not lead into the way to the celestial kingdom, but the greatest height of his attainment will be the kingdom on earth or that in the spirit heavens. And the distinct and differing nature of these kingdoms from that of the celestial heavens will enable mankind to understand the difference between the missions of the great teachers and reformers who preceded me in their work among men and the mission which I was selected to perform on earth. The former could not possibly have taught the way to the celestial kingdom, for until my coming this divine love of which I write was not possible for man to obtain." The privilege was not before that time in existence, after the first parents lost it, and there was no celestial kingdom in which men could find their eternal home. So I repeat, all the moral teachings of the world's history could not show the way to the celestial kingdom of God, and cannot now, for morality, as understood and taught by mankind and by the spirits and angels, cannot give to man that which is absolutely necessary in order to transform his soul into that state or condition that fits him for an entrance into this truly divine kingdom of the Father. But the way thereto is simple and single, and men were taught that way by me when I was on earth, and could have been taught that way during all the centuries since I left the human life, and I must say that some have been so taught and have found that way, but comparatively few, for the mortals whose ostensible and claimed mission and privilege were to teach that way, I mean the priests and preachers and churches, have neglected to teach the same, but rather, though in earnestness and realizing their allegiance to God and their obligations to mankind, have taught merely the way which the observance of the moral precepts would lead men into. And all this notwithstanding that in the Bible, which most of these professing to be Christians believe contains my sayings and teachings, is set forth this way to the celestial kingdom. The words are few, then the way is plain. And so no mystery prevents men from comprehending the meaning thereof. When I said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, I disclosed the only and true way to this kingdom. During my time on earth there were some who understood this great truth, and since that time there have been some who not only understood this truth, but found the way and followed it until they reached the goal and are now inhabitants of this kingdom. But the vast majority of men, priests, teachers, and people have never understood, and have never sought to find the way. This great truth to their spiritual senses has been, as it were, a hidden thing, and as they read or even recite the same to their hearers, it has no special significance, but is merely as one of the moral precepts, such as love your neighbor as yourself, and with not as much importance attached to it, as to some of these moral instructions. And so all down the ages, since the great kingdom has been waiting for men, they, though in all sincerity and in love towards God, 
have sought for, and to a greater or lesser extent, found only the kingdom of the perfect man, and have neglected to seek for and missed the kingdom of the divine angel. Then, as I have said, this divine love of the Father, when possessed by the soul of man, makes him in his substance and essence divine, like unto the divinity of the Father, and only such souls constitute and inhabit the celestial or divine kingdom of God, and this being so, it must be readily seen that the only way to the celestial kingdom is that which leads to the obtaining of this divine love, which means the new birth, and which new birth is brought about by the flowing into the souls of men, this divine love, whereby the very nature and substance of the Father and wherefrom men cease to be the merely created beings, but become the souls of men born into the divine reality of God. Then the only way to the celestial kingdom being by the new birth, and that birth being brought to men only by the inflowing and working of this divine love, and whether or not a man shall experience this birth, depending in its initiative on the man himself, the question arises how or in what way can a man obtain this divine love and this new birth and the celestial kingdom? And because the way is so easy and simple, it may be that men will doubt the truth of my explanation and continue to believe and place all their hopes upon the orthodox doctrines of the vicarious atonement, the washing of the blood, my sufferings on the cross, and bearing all the sins of the world, and my resurrection from the dead, doctrines as harmful to the salvation of mankind as they are without truth or foundation in fact or effect. The only way, then, is simply this, that men shall believe with all the sincerity of their minds and souls that this great love of the Father is waiting to be bestowed upon each and all of them, and that when they come to the Father in faith and earnest aspirations, this love will not be withholden from them. And in addition to this belief, pray with all the earnestness and longings of their souls that he open up their souls to the inflowing of this love, and that then may come to them the Holy Spirit to bring this love into their souls in such abundance that their souls may be transformed into the very essence of the Father's love. The man who will thus believe and pray will never be disappointed, and the way to the kingdom will be his as certainly as that that the sun shines day by day upon the just and unjust alike. No mediator is needed, nor are the prayers or ceremonies of priests or preachers, for God comes to man himself and hears his prayers, and responds thereto by sending the Comforter, which is the Father's messenger, for conveying into the souls of men this great divine love. I have thus explained the only way to the celestial kingdom of God, and to the divine nature in love, and there is no other way whereby it is possible to reach this kingdom and the certain knowledge of immortality. So I implore men to meditate on these great truths, and in meditating, believe. 
and when believing, pray to the Father for the inflowing into their souls of this divine love, and in doing so they will experience belief, faith, and possession, and ownership of that which can never be taken from them, no, not in all eternity. And so it is with man to choose and fix his destiny. Will that destiny be the perfect man or the divine angel? I have finished, and feel that you have received my message as I intended, and am pleased. I will not write more now, and with my love and blessings will say good night. Your brother and friend, Jesus. In my many years in broadcasting, I've never announced any script more newsworthy than segments of the Paget messages. This broadcast of the Good News Sampling may find you wanting more. In your favorite Internet search engine, search for the Paget Messages or James Paget. Tune in another archived episode for another message segment. The Paget Messages are the result of a spiritual journey by a Methodist lawyer living in Washington, D.C., who lost his wife, Helen, at the age of 51 in 1914. James Paget received spirit messages through a gift of automatic handwriting during the years of 1914 to 1922. His insatiable want to communicate with his wife Helen began the communication with spirits. Many spirit messages were received, and the relevance is life-changing to all who are seeking to understand. A district attorney living in our nation's capital had the close support of friends Dr. Leslie Stone and Eugene Morgan. The host of this program acknowledges the invaluable resources of this public domain content from which the contents of the program you just heard was read from and which can be accessed at new-birth.net. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.